2: Well, you guys, there's a couple new laws on the books, and y'all need to know about them. We're pretty excited about both of them on The Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk One O Seven One, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer's trying to get his headphones back together.
0: I am going to be a Because we can't have nice things. Somebody took mine and they broke them and then they didn't put them back <gasps> and I'm going to lose my mind, but let's do the story. Well, before
2: that, I would like to say perhaps we should enact a law that nobody <laughs> hands-free on my headphones. Our, get, get, yeah, exactly. No, no touch on my headphones. Or now, I'm going to
0: bad touch your face.
2: Okay. Oh. Well, that's wow. Speaking of the new laws, that's not a law that's been enacted yet. However, there are two new laws on the books and you need to know about them. And the first one uh, is we mentioned one touch. Bradley, what the heck does that mean?
0: Okay, it's (laughs) one touch. We'll get to the one touch in just a moment. But the big thing everybody's been talking about today is our state's hands-free law has gone into effect. What that means for all of you, if you haven't heard already, but there are people who still have so many questions. And we're going to answer all your questions. Are we taking listener calls? Uh, Do you want to? Sure. Why not? You got questions? We might be able to answer them. You don't know. Look, here's the thing. But we,
2: pull over before you call. That's right. Be safe.
0: Call your traffic professional before you uh, take any of our word mm-hmm. words it's, to matter because yeah. we don't, we're not responsible for your tickets. Okay, okay, but here's what we know. So if you have a habit of talking on your cell phone while you drive, eh, can't do it no more. In fact, it's very simple yet not so simple. The simple part is if your hands are on your phone, you're probably breaking the law. Yeah. Now, not 100%, but actually, yes, if your hand is on your phone, you're probably breaking your law. If a finger is touching your phone and it's not your whole hand, then you might be okay. You might be within bounds. It's that might be okay part that we'll talk about in greater detail. But essentially, for the majority of you and for the majority of the time, if you're holding your phone... You can um,
2: you're subject to be pulled over and ticketed,
0: ticketed and the fines could hit up to two hundred and seventy five dollars. There is no grace period. There is no pass jail and go to two hundred dollars Go
2: free. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this I actually am very, very excited to hear that this is happening as of today. And I will tell you, uh, I was uh, I heard all about it this morning on Jason and Alexis and I decided between the time I left the gym and I arrived here at work to count how many people I saw on the road who were not abiding by our brand new law. And? Well, I saw four people okay. doing various things on their phone. Okay. Um, one person was uh, taking a picture with their phone.
0: Okay, well, you, yeah.
2: Can't do While that. they were driving. Can't do that. Uh, the other person, now I can't remember what the other person was doing.
0: It's okay. You but st- it doesn't matter. Your point the is point that you've seen people on the phone today yes. breaking this law. One and person
2: was holding the phone up to their ear and driving slowly because they were what? Distracted. Which is why this, this law is in place. And this has been an epidemic around here. And it is responsible for many, many traffic accidents.
0: Now again, just to be clear, the black and white is very clear in the sense that if you're holding your phone, probably you're going to get a, a ticket. Um, there are There's a nuance. There's a gray area. And we should probably talk a little bit about the gray area. The gray area begins where your finger ends. And what I mean by that is, while holding your phone with your hand is a clear violation, mm-hmm. whether it's to look at your phone, talk on your phone, lick your phone, stick your phone I in know your armpit. Else. I don't know what else you do with your phone. If you're holding it with your hand and doing something... You're going to go to jail. Not really. $275 mm-hmm. fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gray area. Remember I said it ends where your finger begins or like begins ET, where your finger ends.
2: ET phone home. Ow. Ouch. Ouch. If
0: your phone <laughs> is in your lap, on the seat next to you, in a stand, on a holder, stuck to your windshield, um, and you touch your phone to do a few different things, then you might actually not have to worry about getting a fine.
2: But you can't do all the few different things. So what, you got to do one thing.
0: Now, you, can, you can't text a big, long message with your fingers. Because um, that's multiple touches. But if you click the microphone icon on your phone to leave a voice-activated text, or voice-to-text, excuse me, speech-to-text, uh, text message, mm-hmm. and you press send... That's okay. Perfectly fine.
2: I, You know, and I do, I, I appreciate the gray area and I, and I appreciate that they are wanting us to know that they understand they being the lawmakers, uh, the people who wrote the law, that, that there are certain things that in order to use your phone, you know, if you need to touch go on your, um, navigation, fine.
0: Yep. And that, those that...
2: things I think are great.
0: And those things are fine on your phone, your navigation system, your GPS, your infotainment system. If you have to touch to do any of those things, fine. If you are texting, though, with your fingers, no. The only thing you can do with your fingers is activate a voice-operated system, some Cars, for example, have like voice activated systems, the infotainment system, for example. Yeah. Like on mine, there's that little mouth talking on your steering wheel. You can press that and then talk your text or talk your um, location mm-hmm. to set up uh, directions on your map function.
2: Okay. So here's where I get not confused, but like I struggle and I bet I'm not alone. I have an older car that doesn't have. The integration sure. with like a lot of people get in their in their cars, their cell phone automatically syncs to their sound system, and they can do all those things voice activated. Yeah, I don't have that. My car is old enough that it doesn't have that, and I have not done an aftermarket, you know, switcherooty sure. so that I can do that. Yeah, are
0: there products
2: that make that easier? Why? Thanks for asking, Colleen. In fact, it's almost
0: like we rehearsed it. We actually didn't, but. That is my question. (laughs) The question has an answer, and the answer is yes. There are a range of products. And uh, even if your car, like let's say you have an infotainment system from five plus years ago, and it doesn't have things like Apple CarPlay or um, Android Auto, I think it's called, which essentially allow you to use your phone through voice communication through your infotainment system Mm -hmm. or a few clicks or a few touches with your finger, Like if you don't have one of those things, there are um, like third party apparatuses that you can stick onto your car, Mm -hmm. add to your car that will allow you to have that functionality. But there's also just your phone. Right. So if you're using your phone that's not connected to an infotainment system or not connected to anything in your car, that's fine. In so far as you are activating the voice control, Mm -hmm. that means you're using your finger to touch something. Again, it can't be in your hand, but if you are hitting that microphone icon to make a a voice text, that is fine. But it is one touch. It is not like you sit there and you're like, beep, boop, boop, beep, and you're entering an address, and you're entering a text. You can't do that. One touch. Yeah. Now,
2: that's not the only law that we are uh, observing the very beginning of today. There's another law on the books that we all need to know about.
0: Exactly. And I know if you listen to the morning show, they were very excited. I know this is just something Jason fought for specifically yes. for years. Yes. I mean, he was the spokesperson, I think for the slowpoke campaign. Yes. And um, many of us also very excited about this particular law that becomes uh law today. And that is essentially move over. In
2: other words, I think what we want to say is
0: move, get out the lane, get out the lane, get out the The lane, lane. (laughs) move, beat, get out the lane, drive to the right. We did not rehearse that. We didn't. I don't know if you can tell. Totally want to make that point that if you are not, uh, if you are in the passing lane, what is colloquially known as the passing lane if you are slow in the passing lane you could be pulled over and fined or ticketed i think that the gray area on that particular law is a little bit uh wider let's say bigger Mm -hmm. than the hands-free thing because what constitutes you causing a traffic hazard in the left lane is seems like it's up to the discretion of you know Right. Law enforcement. Well,
2: and it's not like the passing lane is not your license to speed lane. It is a way to pass around a person who may be going below the speed limit or is maybe not observing the flow of traffic. That's when you would use the passing lane. But what you can't do is use the passing lane just to park there.
0: And the the slowpoke... Slow poke law deals with um, a road that had a roadway that has at least two lanes on each side mm-hmm. so that there is a left lane and a right lane. The left lane being the passing lane. Again, the passing lane should only be used to pass, but you should be going with the flow of traffic in order to do so. Exactly. So that means to go around a car that is driving slower uh, than the, you know, uh, speed limit. Exactly. Or at least the top end of You know, the speed limit. So,
2: I don't know about you guys, but today is a lovely day.
0: It's just in the state of Minnesota. Here's the wonderful opportunity for everyone. Today is a day to pay attention to what's going on around you Mm -hmm. and to begin changing your habits. And I will say, I know not everybody has a car with an infotainment system. Most of you probably have like a phone, though, right? Yeah. Um, And if you have the ability to, I mean, if you haven't already done this, because I'll admit, um, I wasn't one who always put my phone away. Yeah. You know, I would think I'm not gonna use my phone with the best of intentions, but you're sitting at a light um and you're you want to look and see if somebody texted you and you start fiddling with your phone, you can no longer do that. Right. So even if you're not just willy-nilly using your phone in traffic, you're sitting at an intersection using your phone, that does not that is not allowed from today forward. So it's a wonderful day to start a new habit, hopefully one. That will not only keep you more safe, but also keep your bank account a little bit uh, fatter.
2: I Yeah, and I'm very hopeful that people really will um, use today to do that, to be more observant. And maybe, you know, listen, in other communities where they've done this, where they've had these laws, um, they've seen a drastic reduction in, um, in accidents.
0: And it's no joke. How many days do you open the newspaper and you see that somebody was killed, you know? Um, by a distracted driver. Somebody got in an accident because of a distracted driver. Somebody accidentally runs a stop sign or rear yeah. ends somebody. I just saw, it. I literally just saw this two or three days ago where two cars behind me, the car rear ended the car behind me. Luckily, I was far enough in front so that that car that got pushed didn't get pushed into my rear. Yeah. But it was because the person was on their phone.
2: Put it down, y'all. Yeah. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley
0: of a my talk dirt alert. dirt alert.
2: It is time for a dirt alert with the beautiful Holly Roberts. <laughs>
1: We got to talk about the Wendy Williams show more (laughs) drama happening over on that daytime talk show. Now, Wendy Williams is going to be back for season 11, but staffers fear that might be it. And according to sources at page six, a lot of people who work on the Wendy Williams show are doing some secret job hunting on the side because they don't think that they're going to be with a job. Past season 11. I, th- I do think people, I mean, this is a relatable thing. You know, when the writing's on the wall
2: somewhere and you're like, okay, my time is limited. No, they're just taking care of themselves. They are. Absolutely.
0: Um, it's also not uncommon, probably on any show, that people are constantly looking because they, you know. So, what I'm saying is, it seems like it could just be some hot gossip. And I will say, though, that these rumors have been around for a long time. I would think at least going as far back as when she had her issues, Mm -hmm. we saw these stories. Staffers, not sure what's going to happen. Ready to jump ship.
2: Right. And, And, you know, they would be the ones that would be able to keep the show alive if anybody were. But if everybody starts to jump ship... It's going to be a lot harder to build a case to keep that show around if it can't even run properly. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, poor Jerry O'Connell. They're giving him a six-week summer oh trial. Gosh. Just give the man Give him a, a damn show.
0: <laughs>
1: Let him have a shot.
0: Let it fail and exactly. then go away. No, you don't want to say that because you want no. good things for Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. And you're not going to be watching that show, whoever is doing it. So that's 100% true. I don't know who the audience is that they're targeting. Maybe Jerry O'Connell like really just, you know, makes people excited, excited.
1: And I say Jerry O'Connell because, yes, when Wendy Williams is on her summer break, Jerry O'Connell is getting his talk show.
2: trial with his show jerry oh okay he jerry wants it so oh. bad okay quick question does mm. he have a podcast because
0: of course i'm sure he does
2: yeah okay i'm sure he it's record. called
0: um i want a talk show and he's got a host <laughs> na- or a co-host named ben uh-huh. and it's ben and, and, jerry, and jerry oh, <laughs> oh or boy. something like that right something like that
1: do you think that his podcast is sponsored by Jenny O? Yeah, probably. And Ben and Jerry's. I mean.
0: Genius. I, Let's hello. Call, somebody call, call him his people and give us a cut.
1: <laughs> I feel like we could just call his direct line and find it somewhere. Yeah, yeah exactly. Answer. But it's like online. He, I'm sure
0: he has a, sh- a, a line called, you want to give Jerry O'Connell a show? Great oh bless his heart all right well, we bless his
2: it. heart indeed you know put him in the same bucket that we put the thirsty Lindsay lohan and the thirsty what was the other person who wanted to be cast as spider-man or batman oh man oh there was oh, somebody you're who talking was, about joey, oh, lawrence. joey lawrence oh my God. Yeah. joseph lawrence or did he go just back like, to joey i don't no, he's know joey Joe. Right.
1: i mean just thirsty thirsty Quench their thirst, please. Yeah. By the way, if you do want to watch Jerry O, it starts on August 12th.
0: Thank you. You're welcome. Best of luck to him.
1: Yes. Uh, Big announcement coming out of Florida this afternoon. Comcast has announced that they are making a new Universal Studios adjacent theme park just for everyone. Okay. What's that going to mean? Well,
0: yeah. Go ahead.
1: It's called Epic Universe. Uh-huh. It's the single largest investment that Comcast has ever made in the theme park business. And it's going to be in Orlando next to the existing Universal Studios parks on a 750 acre plot of land just down the street from Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure.
2: I just can't bring myself to go to Universal Studios.
0: I'm actually really, you know, of the two, Disney and Universal, I kind of feel like I would have more fun at Universal Studios. Probably. Because I feel a closer connection to Universal Studios' properties. Yep. Um, and that said, that's not even like a huge direct connection. But I feel like, you know, for some reason, I just feel like I have a better sense of that. Because maybe I've seen more of those movies than, let us say, Disney.
2: Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. And um, I I don't know. I don't know where I get this because I haven't been to Universal Studios in like 100 years. Um, and every time, which is not many, but when we have gone to Disney World, I'm, there's so much to do in Disney World. And I'm such a Disney freak yeah. that it's hard to get away. get away or like parse the time to go... To Universal and spend your time and attention there.
0: You you want to stay like on property and do all that stuff.
2: Right. You know? And I what I don't I it, I don't know. It doesn't bother me. It is what it is, but I don't like the competition of that because it is hard then. It's almost like there's too much there.
0: Well, there's also like what's like the bush gardens and all that yeah, kind of in, stuff.
2: In Kissimmee. And then there's like SeaWorld. I mean there's so much there. And there's like Gatorland yeah. off of the side of the highway. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you can really get but the nice thing about that is you can really get it any Anywhere. Um but Holly, yeah, tell us more about this universal property. Do we know anything more about it other than Comcast is in charge of all there's things. There's
0: rumors, right? Yeah.
1: So there's rumors about what Epic Universe is going to have inside of it. Uh, a lot of people speculating that it's going to be based on Universal properties like the Minions and the Despicable Me movies, also Universal Studios classic movie monsters, and even Nintendo. And Nintendo is a good speculation because over in Universal Studios in Japan, they have an entire Nintendo-themed area that I think is going to open by the end of this year.
0: W- w- and we're going to talk about this later in the show because I can tell you that they have an idea of what the format's going to be, like how this will look when you walk into it, um, which will be fascinating to to ponder as well. So.
2: I mean, that's going to be the thing that gets us there, if anything, is if there's a Nintendo world.
1: Well, yeah, because people are, you know. Your kids have a. My thing kids for Nintendo. are
2: Nintendo freaks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well. yeah. Just like the rest of the world. I just that's want, right. I, you know what
2: I want? I just want. Like a sewer pipe that I can go down. And See
0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No,
2: I was thinking more Mario, Super Mario Brothers. Oh, okay. Anyway, you could try outside of the building. This is I true. Mean, maybe I don't think it'll be the same experience. Yeah. We need somebody to play our thirty-second pop culture challenge: six five one six four one one zero seven one thirty seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right, you'll win a prize. on my talk one zero seven one. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at talk 1071com Everything entertainment. Good Colleen morning. Colleen Bradley Trainer. it is afternoon, and it is time for your 30-second pop culture challenge.
0: 30-second pop
2: culture
0: Challenge. Who is on the phone today, Colleen? Well, thank
2: you for asking. Beth is on the line, and what is Beth playing
0: for? Beth is playing for a big, fat one of these. A MyTalk 1071 t t-shirt. Hey, Beth, you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? Yes, I am. Thank B- you. Fabulous. Sit tight. Here we go. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Doopity-doo. Okay. What does the video game Mario do for a living? Um, Pat. Pass. The minions are what color?
1: Um, yellow.
0: What region of Europe does Count Dracula live in?
1: Transylvania.
0: What kind of bullet can kill a werewolf?
1: Um, a silver bullet?
0: What planet is featured in the Universal Studios logo?
1: Um, Earth?
0: What does the video game character Mario do for a living?
1: Um, is he like a carpenter? Ah! so close. i'm so sorry you did
2: not get that correct you did so well otherwise but uh you will have another opportunity to play again tomorrow the 30 second pop culture challenge because we do it every day at 12 30 let's answer that question for beth
0: the question was what does mario do for a living he's a plumber dun, 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 dun. hence the pipes Exactly.
2: Uh, and now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly selected for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item.
1: Blinded by the Item. Let's start off this afternoon with a hot and fresh confirmed blind item. Okay. Meaning we know who this blind item is about. Now, there are four different people you need to think about Okay, okay. in this blind item. Mm-hmm. Here all we right. go. The Celebrity Offspring has attended events sponsored by this church for quite some time. It is how she met the A-plus list actor who wanted her to be the one he married instead of the one he did. However, this recent weekend is the first time she convinced her husband to attend. Everything was laid on thick for the husband who has some collateral left behind at his other church, and they will not let him go without releasing that collateral.
0: Oh whoa. So presumably we're talking about the Church of Scientology. Somewhere in uh, there? Oh. No? no. Nexium? No. Jehovah's Witness? No. The Catholic Church? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh that one the Lutheran uh, Church? That no? one that no uh, that Church one of England? That Justin
0: Bieber goes to. Oh yeah, Hollywood uh Hillsong. Christians. Hillsong. Yeah. I got
2: it, I got it, I got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, The Celebrity Offspring. Uh, Okay. Oh, is this about um, his wife, Bieber's wife? And her name is Haley Baldwin Bieber? Yeah. Got
0: it. And the A-plus list
2: actor who wanted her to be the
1: one he married instead of the one he did is Chris Pratt? Yeah. (laughs) What?
0: All right, fill in the blanks.
1: All right. So, let me fill in the blank for you. Uh, Haley Baldwin has uh, attended events sponsored by this church for quite some time. Now, I'm not sure what that church is, oh, what the name of that oh. church is. I knew. Hold on. I got it.
0: It's like an offshoot of...
1: It's a di- It's it's a little bit different, um. but hold on.
2: I want to get it because it helps. Uh, it helps tell this whole story. Uh-huh. It is uh, the Zoe
1: Church. It's Zoe Church. Zoe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you, Colleen. Yes. The Zoe Which Church. Which
0: is part of the umbrella of Hillsong.
1: I think it's separate.
0: If you if you read about it, it sounds like they're all connected. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, it doesn't matter.
1: All right. Well, that's
0: how I think the reason you brought that one up, um, or at least one of the reasons to bring that one up is because of the connection of Chris Pratt, Katherine Schwarzenegger. And um, what's her name? Her mom. Maria Shriver. Because yeah, okay. they go to that.
1: Yes, that's true. Totally. So that's how Haley Baldwin met Chris Pratt, and Chris Pratt wanted Haley Baldwin to be the one that he married instead of Katherine Schwarzenegger. However, this recent weekend is the first time that Haley Baldwin convinced Justin Bieber to attend Zoe Church. Everything was laid on thick for Justin Bieber, who has some collateral left behind at Hillsong, Hmm. and they will not let him go without releasing that collateral. (laughs) Here's
0: how you know a cult. If somebody has collateral, because who does that sound like? Uh, Scientology. Well, mm. and Nexium, right? Because yes. we just talked about that, how they literally call it collateral. That if you want to get to the next level, you're going to need to re- leave some collateral yeah. with the people above you. Yeah. And collateral includes, but it's not limited to. And I don't know if it's the same in this case. Probably not. But in Nexium's case, it was nude photos.
2: This is juicy.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. All right. Let's do another one. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: All right, another blind item, another celebrity gossip mystery for you to solve. Here we go. Look for this network to bring back the food show if this latest morning experiment doesn't work. Of course, if that happens, one of the hosts' time on the casting couch will have been for naught. Oh. Wow. Okay, the food show. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, Is the food show Rachel Ray?
0: Oh, I was going to say The Chew. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, the two and the latest morning experiment is, is this the one with Michael Strahan and what's her name?
1: They call it Strahan and what's and that, her name? Yeah,
0: Strahan and what's her name? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what is her name? I don't know. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> Sarah. Strahan's. Oh yeah, that's right. Because the whole name of the show was a bit condescending, where it was like, "Oh, Michael Strahan gets to go by his last name, but then, then we, we just, just have Sarah. Sarah." And who is Sarah? I don't know who Sarah is. Well, exactly, thank you. Sarah Haynes. Sarah Haynes is not the subject of the person. Sarah Haynes is not the casting couch person. There is another person.
0: Oh, Look for this network to bring back the Chew, Mm -hmm. if the latest um, Strahan and Dubidly do. Of course, the host's time on the casting couch. Oh,
2: would that be uh, Julie Chen? No, she wasn't on The Chew. Uh, Think about uh, some news
1: that's been released about Strahan and Sarah in the past uh, 48 hours.
0: Oh, I don't know anything about that. I don't know anything about Michael Strahan. What do you know? Oh, Kiki Palmer? Yeah. Okay. Oh, she's filling in while the lady takes off for um, maternity leave. Sarah.
1: And she's going to be a third co-host on Strahan and Sarah. But maybe ABC's going to cancel that show. And all that effort that Kiki Palmer made behind the scenes to get the job Ooh. made just have been for not.
2: Okay,
0: I'm just gonna tiptoe back from and that one a little bit. Walk away from that one, and let's do one more. Did you say that was confirmed, or no? That one wasn't confirmed. Not okay. confirmed. Blinded by the idol.
1: All right, here's another celebrity gossip mystery for you to nosh on this afternoon. Try to solve this one. This multiple network reality participant gave a fairly revealing interview. She gave a reason for walking away from a corner of the entertainment world she was trying to conquer. What she failed to mention is that she was awful and no one wanted to give her any songs for free because, and because she wasn't all that nice to them and threatened to have them all blackballed via the guy she called her boyfriend at the time, who, by the way, is a mogul.
0: Oh, oh, this is so this, there's all What right. am I looking so, for?
1: You're looking for a multiple network reality participant, meaning she has been a judge huh? and oh. and the part she has oh. been a participant.
0: Is this for okay. Abraham? No, oh.
1: uh, is it a singing situation well yeah she tried to be a singer okay and allegedly that didn't work out but what she's not saying is that the reason her singing career didn't work out is because she was a jerk and no one wanted to listen to her and she said well my boyfriend can- was it is it that girl that girl Catherine what's Heagle? her last name no feet feet
2: oh yeah uh, uh, married no. to
1: dude. Oh. think about someone who has a big interview out today Brad, I think that you maybe mentioned this interview in your Twitter account.
0: Oh my god. Uh, today. I did?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, uh, she Oh, is- oh, 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 oh. Um uh, Julianne Huff. Interesting. Oh, and who is the
1: mogul boyfriend?
0: Uh the- Ryan
1: Seacrest. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, oh, okay, go back right, and read, read that. Read the thing. That,
1: yes. <laughs> all right. So Julianne Huff recently gave a revealing interview and Julianne gave a reason for walking away from country music. But what she failed to mention is that Julianne was awful and no one wanted to give her any songs for free because she wasn't all that nice to them. And she also threatened to have them all blackballed via Ryan Seacrest.
0: What is so delightful about this is I have uh, opinions about her, which are probably totally unfounded and unfair. But this all plays into the narrative that is playing out in my head that she is one of those people who has been very successful at not necessarily being that good at one particular thing and so therefore tries a bunch of things. This she is not alone in this behavior. But because her her dance obviously would probably be her strong suit. And I think in this interview she talks a lot about her, you know, the importance of dance. Well and that
2: is the thing that put her on the map. Yeah. Right.
0: But um you've got her music career, her modeling, you've got all these other things that she's trying to do, like the lifestyle stuff. She's trying to do you know, do and be everything. I think she sees herself as kind of a a doer and a beer. Light.
2: Can I point another thing out? What was the quote that you shared in your Twitter? Oh God.
0: No, but <sighs> but yes, she is not straight.
2: I think that is an interesting revelation. <laughs> Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
0: is Chris Jenner,
2: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. There,
2: you know, love, love is love. But what does that tell you about the potential of an arrangement between her and the mogul?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, because the rumors are that, you know, maybe he's had a beard or two in his life. Yeah. My, uh, you're, I almost said Michael Strahan, but um, Ryan, Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest. Um, I took that to mean more that she is one of those people who, because if you read the encounter, what you're referring to is in this interview, she talks about how she told her husband that she wasn't straight. Uh-huh. And it just comes across very weird and I, that's judgment. And again, I far be it for me to tell anybody what their sexuality is. Have you met me? But I do feel like I ask questions like, why do people share certain things in an interview? What are you trying to say to me? And what are you trying to represent?
2: What is it that you want me to think about you because you're saying, etc.?
0: And the way that it was presented in that interview in a very surface sort of way, and she caught her husband off guard. like She didn't share that before they got married, apparently. It just came across as taking that thing very lightly in a way that is a little mm, um interesting and makes me pause when uh-huh. I see people casually have conversations about that without actually, you know, going very deep into it. Right. right. It just seems like very sort of offhanded.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I I think I understand what you mean. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, there's a new type of vacation. Uh, It's called a mobile moon. What? Mobile moon. I'm going to tell you what a mobile moon is, and I'm going to see if you are interested at all. Hey, do you guys want to go on a mobile moon?
0: Mm. It sounds. I'm going to give you a mobile moon. Okay, don't. Look at
2: this. It sounds oh. dirty, but it's not really dirty. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey, girls. So essentially, there was a survey about people's vacationing habits okay. that revealed mm-hmm. that one third of people, when given the option between traveling with a travel partner, Or going solo with just their mobile phone, they choose vacationing solo with their mobile phone. One third of people would rather go on a trip
0: with their phone, their phone than a travel than partner. Than
2: their significant other friend so, or another Beyond the
0: fact that that third hates the people in their lives, what right. else do, can we say about that?
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> so essentially like the the gist of it is that solo travel just in general is on the rise. Meaning people are finding themselves more comfortable uh, taking a vacation by themselves and doing things that they enjoy doing. Yeah. The difference is that this is what they're calling the mobile moon, meaning it is quality time with you and the thing that you love the best. Which is your phone. Which is your phone. Ooh.
0: This is disturbing, and I want no part of this, because Agreed. while I have an, a love affair with my phone, I mean, we are together um, all day In long. all of your intimate <sighs> moments. Yeah. I mean, we go to sleep together. We go to the bathroom I together. Roll around on top of this thing, and... <laughs> I'm just saying, like, we are a thing. Yeah. But there are times when I love to let the thing go. Right. Um, and I, and frankly, if I'm encouraging anything in my life, it should be less phone uh, and more partner time. Yes. And that's what I mean. That was my immediate reaction to this is, like, I do
2: think we we spend more than enough time on our phones. And actually, I would argue That going on a vacation just with your phone is not even actually a vacation because your phone can, your phone is your connection to the outside world. Your phone is the thing that, that, you know, everybody knows that they can get a hold of you. So they're going to, you know, they can text you. You're going to be checking your work emails. You've got Facebook, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. The only thing I want my phone for when I'm on a, a vacation is, well, the only two things I can think of to take pictures and well, three things to like for emergencies and like for directions. Mm -hmm. Those are the only three things I want to use it for when I'm on a vacation. Otherwise I don't want to see it. I don't want to know it's there. I don't want, I don't want to interrupt the experience of being in a place that I usually am not
0: well and I will say I love to have my phone with me at all times that doesn't mean I'm on my phone at all times in fact the big thing in our house is like I get frustrated and you know part of this is probably just like I want all attention on me at all times Mm -hmm. like I'm just that's I'm sure part of it when it comes to Jamie and I like pay attention to me over here not your phone but he, he interacts with his phone in a different way than I do I do keep my phone with me at all times but I like, for example, when we sit down and watch TV uh, once a day, maybe, um, or a couple times a week, he has a, a very easy time just looking at his phone and looking at the TV, looking at his phone, looking at the TV, and that mm-hmm. drives me up a wall. Right. Um, consequently, when we're on vacation and stuff, um, we struggle with how to deal with our phones. Yeah. So I just feel like the more opportunities you give your relationship to be phone free the better off your relationship's going to be. But most importantly, the better off your experience is going to be overall.
2: I honestly think that phones create more attention in relationships than a, a whole host of other things oh, that sure we actually pay attention like to. They really are. Yeah. But it's not even just people, it's a group of people, right? Because the other end of your phone is a group of people that you're connected to. Um, and I like the way that you just described how. You know, his ability, like for him, it doesn't bother him to be able to scroll through it and watch something at the same time. But like you are like screaming inside. Yeah, I totally can relate to that because I can't tell you how many times you feel I have felt like I don't matter because the person, the other person I'm doing the thing with is like staring
0: at your partner and they're staring. You know, they're answering a text message. And again, part of that's a little bit of ego. Yeah, because we want attention. Fine. But like. At a certain point, it's like anything. Okay, so clearly I want attention. Give it to me. Give me the <laughs> you know attention. I mean? Like, like you, you have to be, but but you wouldn't know that if you're not plugged into the moment. Like, so what I'm saying is it just creates a distraction. It's not that one person is right or wrong. I mean, you know, we'll bitch about the other person, I'm sure, um, unfairly or fairly. But at the end of the day, it it oftentimes is just a block between your eyeballs staring at each other. Yeah,
2: exactly. Versus,
0: you know, the rest of the world.
2: I think it's safe to say that we're not going to, we wouldn't be interested in a mobile moon. If anything, I would be, I'd be interested in a vacation where I leave this sucker at home.
0: Well, that's why I almost thought when you said mobile moon, that it was like, I'm going to go on a honeymoon with my spouse or partner without without my mobile phone. That's what I want. I'd be all down with that. Yeah,
2: I'd be all around it. I'd be yeah. up, in down, it. in uh, anywhere. Yeah.
0: Treat me like your Candy Crush game. Thank
2: you. Let me be. That's Pop actually all my
0: no. Stop.
2: Stop. Let's <laughs> no. We're Sorry. not doing that. Uh, all right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. What would be your last meal? We know what Oprah has oh, no. chosen. No, don't think of it morbidly. Think okay. of it
0: excitedly. What do you Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today visit amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.